Hello, and welcome to the echoiest episode yet. The the world's most echoey. Yeah. We, we are currently, just to explain what's going on and why this podcast is a little late, uh, Grant and Mary have moved house. Yes, we are in a new one. In their own house that they own and are currently in a world of boxes. Yeah. Um, None of the pipes work. N- no, it is it is a troubling time for everyone, and that's why we've had a bit of a problem because yeah. we've been unpacking and we've just found the microphone mm-hmm. um, underneath but, a severely abused uh, Adeptus Mechanicus <laughs> outrider. The packers were not kind to the miniatures. I think I think they were trying to show, like trying to teach me a lesson. <laughs> this goes this goes thirty two. Fucking nerd. <laughs> So throw this, away all the models, put in footballs. This is gonna be this is gonna be a a, a a rough around the edges and indeed the middle. Yes, podcast. Um, because just to give you some idea, we will be going to a cafe or McDonald's mm-hmm. to upload this episode. I also I can't afford to go into the cafe because I just bought a flat, so we're gonna have to just perch outside and use their Wi-Fi for however long it takes. Eighteen <laughs> gigs of audio or whatever the hell it is to upload. Uploading it as a super rich wav. <laughs> This is Flak Codex. Mm, Ogvorbus. Ooh, that's, mm. a, that's an old anime codex, isn't it? Um, I, I think a it's, a, it's a kind of... So anyway, fascinating content. This is this is still Hearty Dice, friends. Uh, this is going to be a bit strange, but here we are. Chris is down, or up. I'm up. He's in London for Chris Christmas. Yes, which is technically today. Technically today, uh, but unfortunately we had to unpack things and various... But we're having, we're having duck. We're going we're to, having we delicious have, duck. We have a hefty duck I went and rescued from the posh side of the park. <laughs> So, for those of you who aren't native to London, or don't go to London a lot, there is an interesting class divide yeah. across just streets. Yeah, you, like you can walk three minutes in a direction, and then suddenly the number of prams and mums and Hugo, come back here, Hugo, will dramatically increase or yes, decrease. I, on, the, on the bus here, which is a terrible thing to have to do, I'm sorry. Um, I passed a fish and chip shop. Who were charging just under sixteen pounds for fish and chips? Mm. Well, they they got to be good, right? They have to be. The entire <laughs> shop was clean. I didn't understand it. There were no dogs tied anywhere. <laughs> there wasn't just a bike just deserted outside. It's very confronting because I feel so. I I I live near Victoria Park, and it was it was it's it's it was, it was built as the People's Park, and it was built by Queen Victoria to have people you know go and walk around. Yeah. for the poor to go and look at a tree. Or, to be or, near or a the goose. Rich. Yeah. And so on the north side of Victoria Park, what's happening is where all the yummy mummies are and where Hugo's having a four pound eclair and a doing a, his fortnight dance and a baby chino. Yeah, while I'm trying to just use some Wi Fi. Um and they have the sort of butchers that sell duck mm-hmm. and you know, carrots with the green bits left on. And then <laughs> so you know they rail. Yeah. And on the other side of the park is where I live. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say I much prefer the other side of the park. <laughs> I mean, you do occasionally get people. I've, we've been in this house for three days, and our neighbours have already said "Leave it," <laughs> which is really nice. <laughs> this is the sort of place where people just have really loud phone conversations, angry phone conversations yeah. on balconies. Yeah, 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 yelling. I am. I am always impressed by people who have phone conversations in public, and it seems like the most important thing they've ever done. Yeah, I feel so guilty. Taking a taking a, a phone call in public, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like uh, there's people uh, uh, on the bus just yelling into their phones. Yeah. No, I need three. I need three of them. 
You have to be very careful because we can't edit this podcast, Grant. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. So yelling really loudly is going to be a real problem. It's okay, we're not capping, we're fine. Okay. We're echoing, like... Billy-o. Billy-o. Uh, we have a special theme for this episode, don't we? We do. We have we have a forthright theme. Um, because it is, it is, is Valentine's. That one all the kids are playing yeah. these days? Forthright. It is February next mm. month. Yes! Yes, that's true. Now, we're getting in early Valentine's Day. That is, that's not what I was expecting, but I'm keen to see where it develops. Well, it, there was a post on Reddit RPG, mm-hmm. which had a link to an article by a person called Artie Shaw, S-H-A-U, Shaw? Okay. I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, Shaw? Yeah. Um, on Cloud9 Tabletop, entitled mm-hmm. 15 Geek Valentine's Gift Ideas for Your Dungeons & Dragons Player or DM for, for 2019, mm. with no punctuation. That's that's SEO ripe. Yes. Mm. Um, so I thought that what we'd do is we'd first off look at these, mm-hmm. what, what has been suggested by Artie, mm-hmm. uh, rate them mm-hmm. in some fashion, mm-hmm. and then posit our own ideas for Valentine's Day presents for your gaming group. I like that. If you, if, if you want to make things uncomfortable. Yeah. I should also note, listener, uh, I have not seen these. Chris read this this morning uh, while, 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 we, while we were having lunch here this afternoon and then decided that he would just spring this on me. Yes. Uh, so let's go. So the first item is a crit success dice ring. Sorry? Now I'm just, I'm going to show Grant this picture and I will describe it at the same time. It is a one of those rings with a spinner in it. Oh, and it's got a d20 on it. And the spinner is a d20. Right. What do we think of that as a gift? I think it seems like um, like a waste of time and money. I mean, there is that. You got to presume they already have a dice. And also, I I really I'm really worried about how I give that ring to somebody. Yeah, that could that could be very badly misconstrued. I there is a lot of symbology around giving someone a ring. Yes, and it generally means that you intend to or are going to immediately after marry them. Yes, but it also makes that. If you did want, if you did want to have that happen, it's removed all the romance out of that because it's got a fucking d twenty on it. Or of course, you could turn that into a game. Like, I w- will you marry me if you roll a twenty? Ah, uh, yeah. Otherwise, no. Otherwise, no. Yep. Uh, I think I, uh, you know, it's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm worried about the, about the. If, if, if this is, if this was their lead, I'm worried about the caliber of the other gifts. It gets weird. Cool. It cool. Gets okay. Weird. Well, okay. So that's that. So that. So I'm. I'm trying to seduce my GM. Yep. And I've already bought him a a, a D20 ring. Yes. That he's ba- that's bounced off. What's what's next on the list? The next is a selection of Polyhero unique dice. Now, for those that don't know, unique dice from Polyhero, which mm-hmm. is the company, mm-hmm. are bonkers. Right. So there's like a D6 in the shape of an arrow, right. and a D12 that looks like a potion. And what they look like, um, it's really worth Googling a polyhero dice. Yeah. Because not only are they impossible to read. Yeah. Those I, numbers aren't clear in any way. I can't tell in any way what number I've rolled. I think that D4 is a dagger. I think it is, yeah. There's a, like oh, a potion, a, a barrel, a gem, and then there's just this little picture in the corner, which I love, which has just got a normal D20 and a normal <laughs> D6. We couldn't do anything with them. <laughs> We, we supply usable dice as yeah. well. Also, like, if you wanted to roll the hit with a short sword, we've got you covered. Yeah. But if you wanted to give something... Like, that's the thing. I think I'm, I'm going to bounce off a lot of these ideas because I'm against dice cruft. Yeah, things like dice towers. That I don't. Or just sort of the role-playing dandruff. Like, like, like the collateral 
um, merchandising that builds up around the hobby in which we, uh, the industry yes. in which we work. And I just, if I had my way, if, if I you... had, if, if I had my way, Chris, the GM would supply all the dice, um, and no one would ever, ha- and no one would be like, oh, I've got these fancy new dice, and they're gonna, they're gonna scuff up your table. They're gonna, it's, it's, it's table it, breakers. It's gonna sound like someone throwing a load of rocks into a bin when I, when I rolled to hit. <laughs> so it's gonna sound like a lightning storm, but just me rolling initiative. I just, I just think. If, it, if we could just have plain, like, Tesco value dice. <laughs> well, what sort of dice have you got? Blue. I've got blue. I, I, I have white and blue dice, and they are... I, I, got, I got a packet of 60 from Tesco, and I'll never need to buy any more Wouldn't again. Wouldn't that be wonderful if you could just pick up, like, proper gaming dice in places like Tesco, if it, if it was that mainstream? It'd be pretty cool. We'd make a lot of money. Yes, just collaterally. Yeah. Yeah, I do like that word. Mm. You do. All right. So, 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 so far we've got two. We've got a dice that doesn't work because it's on your finger. Yes. A dice you can't read because it's in the shape of a fucking potion. Yep. Okay. He's still he's still refusing my advances. Oh, what you need next is a D twenty waffle maker. Fuck you. This is a waffle maker. Fuck you. Showing Grant the picture. It's literally just a basic waffle maker that makes a waffle that always rolls twenties. Wait, there's a way to do that with critical 20 success waffles? Sign me up. Yes. Fuck you. Sure. Shall. Like, how dependent on gaming as part of your identity do you have to be? To have everything in your house produce dice. There was a toaster released at the height of, of like Pokemon Red and Blue fame, mm-hmm. which did Pikachu on your toast. <laughs> So it it just unevenly toasted your your bread with a Pikachu on it. It's the and Virgin then, Mary. And then and then you'd eat him. Actually, if I can put something forward, all of these things like like these these fancy cakes where like you have a cake made like so, so, so like cake boss. Oh yeah, you know, cake boss. Yeah, boss. Boss. And so like it's definitely a mafia family. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Uh, so 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 Kate Boas for his wife's fortieth, thirty fifth, however old she was, he made her a life size cake version of her. Wow. Yeah. Like mainly out of rice crispy yeah, uh, squares yeah, like because bulk. that is that is the that is the brick of the um of the of the of the cake boss construction company. But then and like that's fine, like he did a passable job, you know? Like sure. it was it was sub Madame Two Swords level, but <laughs> he's work he's working with cake. The issue I've got, I guess, is then they ate her. Yeah, that's weird. And that's how that's how every special cake happens. Then you eat them. I'm 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 willing to put money on the fact that he had sex with that cake. Mm, but like, after everyone was finished eating it, no, no, <laughs> just no. just like the lower half. <laughs> <laughs> Buttercream's getting everywhere. Monstrous! It's an anatomically correct cake. <laughs> In a womb, what? <laughs> you put in a full like all the plumbing downstairs. <laughs> Actually, I got the womb from a cow. <laughs> There's meat in there. Yeah, this is getting terrible. It's gro- yeah, so oh, sorry, it's it, like pig is closer to human. So I imagine like he gets an awful lot of pig guts, or like just that. Hey, they're just lungs. Don't ask, bunny. And he just and he just recreates. His, <laughs> is his, this his, cake breathing? Is it still alive? I, uh, I I ran uh, ran some lightning through it. <laughs> can can we get away from whatever you've just made? No, it chases us. 
<laughs> yes. What's next? And slide nicely items. into steampunk steel dice box skulls. Now, what we're looking at here is what looks like about two kilograms of pewter. Yeah. With a very small head compartment to keep your dice in. Yeah. Well, I mean, so that is just from the scale of the thing. That's that's a, that's like human skull sized. Yeah, with a, with an area where you're getting maybe eight dice in. Yeah, so like so like, like the size of a brain pan. Yeah, and then because the skull isn't enough, they've put a cog in one of the eyes, and a valve, I believe, in a the other valve. Some sort of some sort of weedly weedle device, which yeah. I presume does nothing. Obviously, none of this does anything. I'm, These are all crap. I'm rather against the idea. Of, well, I if, if it did something, like if, yeah, like if it could clean my dice, or if it, yeah. Like those um, golf ball cleaners you get on, mm. on golf courses. I'm doing a mime. I'm really yeah. sorry, everyone. No, it's okay. I think they can hear it. If the, the audio quality is really bad, <laughs> they can probably hear your arms moving. So one of the things that I like about dice boxes yes. is I like the idea of communal dice. I love the idea of communal like, dice. Like a on fruit your bowl. Game, yeah, on your game table, you have a big fruit bowl, which just has a load of dice in it mm. at all times. And then mm. when you play, people are free to just take dice out, put them back in. They can permanently take dice out as long as ah, they put some dice back ah, in. I need a dice, take a dice. Yeah, exactly. I think that's kind of cool. I think you'd need a cloche. A cloche? A cloche. Like those, like those metal uh, dishes they put over food. Okay. To stop them getting cold. So one, you don't want your dice to get cold. No. But two, you need, you need um, a warm dice so you're never going to get those sweet 20s. They're going to get real dusty. They are going to get mad dusty. So you're going to need to keep them covered and then whip. <laughs> whip the cloche <laughs> off or the dust sheet. Before games, and you can do that, and then and then so you whip the dust sheet off, coil it around your shoulders into your DM's cloak. Oh, Welcome. apply your DM's hat, and you're a one. Put on your robe and wizard hat. <laughs> the D- your game master codpiece. <laughs> That's just my codpiece. I just oh, wear okay. it when games mastering, but it's not like specific. So the next one is very is very near to my heart um, because of the Christmas present I recently got Grant. Oh yeah. Um, this is a critical hit pint glass. It's a pint glass that looks like a dice has shattered it. I hate all of these. These these are the absolute worst. It doesn't even look like the dice has shattered. It just looks like someone's drawn it. A... Yeah, Chris, by the way, for Christmas got me. Um, he got me a scarf, which I'm currently wearing, which mm-hmm. is nice. But he also has has made it his mission to buy me uh, the least useful uh, glasses and cups available, all of which involve skulls. Uh, what was that I got you last year? You got me a Baron Samadhi style top hatted voodoo skeleton teacup. Yes. Uh, so it has. So the bottom half of it is a skull, which is not possible to clean. Big old skull. And then there is, I'm going to say, a solid eight inches of top hat stovepipe, which you can't. It is not small. No, so you can't even keep pens in it. No, and this year I got you a like a whiskey tumbler. Yeah. Made out of, I believe, Pyrex. It's it's not glass. Um, that. Looks like a skull when you fill it with liquid. Yeah, it's just it's a hovering skull, uh, both of which are useless, uh, and I'm really excited to have them in my house. Yes, never your problem. Yeah. So the next item is a curious one for many reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's D and D socks for him. Is there a D and D socks for her coming up later? Nope. Oh. All right. Well, couldn't women put them on? I. That's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at what I'm looking at here is a standard pair of socks. With dice on them. Oh, I was hoping there'd be some sort of like GM screen on them. No, that would be amazing. So like, so like, I'm thinking like full knee length socks. Roll them up like 
when your players are, 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 are trying to climb a wall or find out the AC of a, of a, of a rust monster, and you've got it written down like a little sneaky cheat. <laughs> the left one's just got the entire resistance table from old BRP on it. <laughs> The, Set out uh, like a, like a periodic table. The left uh, and the right one does Thacko. <laughs> They're reversible for different systems. Also, Thacko socks is a nice thing to say. Thacko socks is good. Now listen, I don't think you could probably really get a high enough grade of print to get Thacko on a sock. No, that's but that, very fair. But that for me would be the best thing on this list so far. Yeah, this, you know what? They're socks. They're usable. They're warm, probably. Yeah, that's just got some dice on it. Just some dice on it. That's I great. It. I hate it. Now, the next one is the D&D 1980s animated series gift set, all 27 episodes. Move on. Now, crucially, the, I'd like to point out that in this article, the person writing it hasn't even said anything about it. Oh, they just... They just They've had... literally just put a picture of it and then carried on. You watched the show, right? Yes. How was it? It was awful. It made no sense. And it had very little relation to Dungeons & Dragons beside being in a fantasy setting. Because if it was... If it made no sense because it had to use Dungeons and Dragons rules, fine. Like you know that they all line up to have a huge, a, a, a huge climactic brawl, and then the party gets TPK because they fluffed initiative. That would be fine. Yeah. But. Hmm. Mm. So like you, you've got no in, like insight or any sort of anything funny to say about that. There no, was a unicorn, I, I remember. Yeah, there was a unicorn. There was what's his name? U- Uni. His name was Uni. Well, it makes sense. Because um, he went to college. The dungeon master was fairly good, though, in that. He was a little bit. Um, he, was a, he was a tiny little bald midget who looked mm-hmm. a bit like Patrick Moore. Uh-huh. Um, and he'd just turn up and go, oh, you're doing very well, as they're, like, lying bleeding <laughs> in a mangrove swamp. <laughs> just, it's like there's a ghoul leeching black energy into their wounds. Yeah, and then this little dungeon master goes up, it's just over the next hill, adventurers. <laughs> Your quest is nearly at an end. I'll take this horse. <laughs> Do you have any money? <laughs> I'm out of fags. <laughs> I've got a quest for you, adventure. Terrible little arsehole. I need you to take this message to my ex-wife. <laughs> she won't. She, she, she started screening my calls. I just need to talk to her about some CDs. She's, <laughs> got, she's got my... She's got my Enya CDs, you see, and my Chris Rear ones, too. It seems legally you've got to serve papers in person. But I'm not doing it. <laughs> she, lives, she lives with her new husband. He's very big. I mean, to me, everyone's very big. He's a bugbear. His name is Venger. You might have noticed him as being the antagonist of this series. Yes, I know he's only got one horn. It's weird, and nobody likes him. The entire plot of the D&D cartoon is just this guy getting back at his ex-wife. <laughs> By using interdimensional children <laughs> and a unicorn. Honey, honey, the unicorn's back again. Is this your ex-husband? <laughs> is, he, is he a problem? Is he a problem? Are we going to have to do something about this? We should call the law. <laughs> Sounds like somebody who would say, we should call the law. We, 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 we should call the police on them. Yeah. What's next? Uh, a couple's dice set. Okay. Now this is a very okay. a very expensive box. Right. Very nice. Very heavy looking metal dice. I, I you know I hate metal dice. Yeah, but like imagine there were nice dice in there. Okay. And it's a set for both him and her. Or oh, they him and, and him. them or yeah, etc. Yeah. Um But I quite like that. So it's, t- it's two of each dice? Yeah, there's two of each dice in there, and right, each okay. in, there's two different sets in a little presentation case. Okay, that's I actually cute. think that that's an acceptable way of giving dice to somebody, rather than just, here's more of what you've got. I Yeah, that's fair. I think most people like dice, though. Yes. Most people are happy to be like, ooh, nice I dice, I think that's the thing. Much. Like, 
if I was given a nice set of dice, like what, like ivory, something well, like that, no. <laughs> I would I would buy <laughs> ivory. Like ivory is okay as long as it's old ivory that is being reclaimed. Right. Okay. Reclaimed ivory, not yeah. like not not like fresh off the land. No, not not, <laughs> not still wet with savannah and dew. No. <laughs> Rhinos to lay that back, actually. <laughs> yeah, just cut him off. I mean, like, he's fine. <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> yeah, he can't breathe now, but yeah. you know. Um, and the next one is a mug, a steel mug, saying definitely not a mimic. Now, I think that this has fallen into the trap of the modern era of T-shirts, where you can put literally any slogan on a T-shirt and make money out of it. I, look, we're, we're older now, Chris. We we're are. grown up. We're, we're big men. We're big. Well, I mean, you've always been a big man. Yeah. Um, but I think inside as well are, as out. You are undeniably a big man. However, back in the day, when you were still big, but 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 small of heart mm-hmm. and age, we wore some stuff. We we did. We yes. wore. I had a fedora that matched my military great coat. Yes. As and I you. I had one that didn't because I was poor. <laughs> Dude, we were both poor. Now, now, we also wore some t-shirts with things on. Mm-hmm. You know, like weed leaves. And I've never worn a weed shirt. Oh, I did have one. It, and it said made in Holland as well, which I'm not. No. No. Um, you had you had a Pirate Bay t-shirt, which is actually kind of cool. I loved my Pirate Bay yeah, t-shirt. Yeah, pretty cool. Actually, like, you've, you've always been fairly restrained in that. And I did. One thing, one thing no one told me. So I was a games journalist for a long time. I also want to say it's really weird looking at you while we have this. Yeah, I should be able to look at you. I don't. mm. When I was a games journalist, one of the main things that I got as freebies, aside from copies of the game for review, were t-shirts with stuff from the game on. And no one told me you're not supposed to wear them. It's a trap. Yeah. So we got these free t-shirts, and then you're supposed to sort of throw them away. And I was at Gamescom. And I had run out of clean shirts, and so I put on the kind of cool Batman shirt from like Arkham City, which nice. they also had like you know Catwoman and Batman all tied up, looking sexy on it. You know, yeah. it was like, it was that sort of that really cool black and white image. Full Shibari Batman. Yeah, full Shibari Batman. And um, the guy I was talking to got a text from a friend of his saying, "Oh my god, I can't believe you're talking to that FHM guy who's wearing the Batman T-shirt." <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. astonishing yeah and so like like it turns out you're just not supposed to put them on in public at any, t- at any time that's why you're not a journalist anymore no well there's other reasons yeah uh, but yes but no I used, to, I, used the t-shirt thing. I used to work in retail so I used to get all the yeah. t-shirts from there as well and it, I still have eight Child of Eden t-shirts yeah, you wear those, yeah. that I wear they're just like like pyjamas essentially yeah. they're yeah. all the same they're all the same size they're great however that that was that was a different time, mm. and also we identified as gamers. Yes, I think now identify as game designers yes. or a sort of losers with momentum. I think is possibly how I describe myself. Lucky losers, yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, we work. Hard. We work hard. We do work. We hard, definitely game. work, mm. uh, and we definitely we're definitely going downhill. Wow. So for the momentum. Oh, okay. You know? Saying, we're going way down. Oh, 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 baby, we've peaked. Oh, our time is over in the sun. <laughs> this is penumbra for us now. We wrote that game where Jason Statham steals rare birds, and that was it. <laughs> that, was, that was the top point. Anyway, point is, going around, like, looking at all of these uh, Hi, I'm a Geek and Gamer t-shirts, mm-hmm. basically any t-shirt which says, through 
how how many stages is removed from the cake is a lie. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Thing. I can just feel the bile rise in my throat. I'd rather I'd rather see someone just just I'd rather just wear a t-shirt which said Red Dead Redemption Two. Just yeah, in, just in like in like plain text. I think that there's a, a a real niche for geeky clothing that isn't outwardly awful. Yes, Penny Arcade tried doing it a while ago. They did, and, and the polo shirts with little little controls. Yeah, on. but I think I think the the winners are things like the Borderlands t-shirts. Mm. I realize we're in video games rather than role-playing games, but it's, I think this can a, translate. It's not a huge job. Um, where they put the gun manufacturers, yes. their logos on t-shirts. Mm. And that doesn't make you look like, like you're not wearing one of those t-shirts that says, most people only have one life. I have thousands. And there's pictures of Master Chief. <laughs> you um, told me to get a life. I got an extra one. Yeah, those sorts of ones. But you can have... In like, the digital world, I'm a god. <laughs> But like things like company logos, like Free League Publishing, if you like Tales from the Loop or Simbaru, mm. their logo is really graphically clever. Mm. Maybe we need to get on that. I think we can make a lot. Well, probably not using Free League Publishing's logos, but that is illegal. Yeah, I know. But like having like just you know like a picture of D uh, twenty. Fuck no, it is hard, isn't it? Yeah, you can't just bung a D twenty on these things. Well, I mean, that is what that is what over half of the things on this list is. That's what I mean. That's why I picked this list because mm, it's, it's shocked. Well, that's, the list itself isn't shite. It's picking from a bad pool. Yes, that's fair. It is the best. Like, if you look at... God, I just, just, just imagine. What happens if the person who wrote this article finds this podcast? Then it's, we're, we're, we're very clear. It's not their fault. They're no, picking, you're very clear. This I'm yeah, very clear. Yeah, they're yeah, they're, they're, they're yeah. picking from a bad pool. Yeah. And I think that this is actually an interesting thing about role-playing games at the moment. There's nothing for people who have a modicum of taste. The culture yeah. around the games themselves yeah. has been left, hasn't yeah, been curated. That's yeah, because like we've, we've got story games and shit. Like We've got forward-thinking games. Yeah, like we've gone through huge paradigm shifts mm. as an industry. We've seen, we've seen this go from the sort of BX... Dungeons and Dragons, OSR, mm-hmm. through story games like Apocalypse World coming out mm-hmm. changed the landscape. Yeah, um, and we've had these huge paradigm shifts, and we're getting smarter, and we're looking at rules in different ways, and how we interact with fun in different ways. Mm-hmm. And yet, what we've got is T-shirts that say "Critical Miss" with a blood-soaked D what D twenty showing a one, or a uh, or a mug that says "Definitely not a mimic." Definitely not a mimic. I don't think mimics can write. No. Even. And also, don't bring up the word mimic in the middle of a dungeon. That's like shouting bomb as you go through <laughs> as you go through airport security. It's just I, I just there are very few like there are very few like verboten words. There are a few which we're not allowed to say culturally or whatever. Yeah, that's you know, fair. That's that's fair. You know, there's all of the various things. But I've always been impressed at the way that you can't say the word bomb in an airport. Yes. It's like, like as it's 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 like Voldemort. Yeah. It's uh, as though you're going to summon it. Yeah. And like, I can like I can say like you're going to look through my things anyway. You'll discover I don't have one. Yeah. This is not a threat, but I can't utter the word. Well, because the problem there is that you have to respond to threat. Yeah. It's not a threat. I've no, just no, said no. The word bomb. But there wasn't. It's, it's, it's again like walking through the walking through the dungeon. Somebody going mimic. Like where? Yeah. Where? Now you put me on edge. Mm. Now I've got to look into this. It's a bit like being in a fireworks factory and saying fire without saying works directly Exactly, afterwards. yeah. Look at all these fireworks. I assume that they say rockets <laughs> and things like that rather With, than using the word fire. Whizzers. Yeah. <laughs> Whiz pop bangers. Love Michaels. <laughs> Sparking Jeffries. 
Bottle Boys. Whirligig Williams. Screaming Harrys. <laughs> Those ones you nail to a fence and can never get off because they've burnt your fence. Catherine Wheels, that's it. <laughs> fence Ruiners. <laughs> Loud Light Mucker Uppers. <laughs> Loud Light Mucker <laughs> Dog Frighteners. Shouty Bellamy's. Hey, hey, Mike, we got the new dog frighteners in from China. A popping Weasley. It's enough. We're done. Sorry. Let's move on. Yes. Um, Pop goes the weasel. Is, yeah. I yeah. see where you're going for. Um, so that's the end of the list. Oh, okay. Um, that... It was a short one because mm-hmm. what we're looking at now is what is actually a good gift for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. For players and DMs, what mm. should you be saying thank you to your DM with? Scotch, Scotch. <laughs> liquor, liquor, like 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 drop drop thirty pounds in a bottle of scotch, and no one's going to be really upset with that. Also, that works quite well because you there's like four of you players yeah. split what? a bottle of scotch between you. Oh, the, the great thing about most people is they don't drink scotch. Yeah, that's true. So I meant right, thanks. I meant the cost, like you oh, club right, together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And buy your DM something nice to yeah. say thank you for doing all this extra effort while I just sit here and do fuck nothing I, all day, I th- every day. I think it's I think it's a weird situation the idea of buying your GM something because I'm like you and I are perpetual GMs. Yep. Um, me especially, given that I live in civilization and can get people around to my house. And, yeah, I've tried doing it with squirrels, but they just don't stay still. No, they don't, and they can't. They, they always they always roll the D8 instead of a D10. The Bastards. <laughs> they keep rolling dice so they get a good number and then announce what they've done <laughs> you can't read numbers there's a three <laughs> you had several twenties <laughs> don't, don't go and hide the dice don't, don't, don't hide it till winter prick okay um, but I don't view being a DM as a, as a great deal of work more than being a player because of the way that we run games. Sure. Uh, we know the systems. It's not too hard. I don't view it as stressful having to, like, gen up an encounter or two or come up with some ideas. And you keep it loose, maybe sketch a map on the bus, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but some people really go in for it. And some people spend hours and hours and hours prepping. And, you know, like we used to, honestly. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Like I used to. Right. Yeah. And so, like, you'll write down different descriptions. And then occasionally you'll see on Reddit some people like, can you think of anything cool that this person might say? Like, like they'll pre-write lines. Yes. Which is, like, I can just feel the skin trying to crawl off my back. <laughs> the idea of someone Nightmare-ish. saying... The idea of someone being, <clears throat> excuse me, wait, I'm actually prepared a comment for this situation. I have a soliloquy. <laughs> Pity sigh, gather round and hear my tale. There are some spiders in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> Tis not but rats where I dwell. Siggy to slay the mighty beast and a pretty coin shall be yours for the having. Mm, and perhaps some XP. <laughs> some what? XP. <laughs> Thank you, I just wanted you to say it again. I'm glad I could do it a second time. Yeah, that was stunning. Um, no, but even then, you've got things like, it's often the DM who hosts. Yeah, that's fair. And I'll cook. And, yeah. yeah. And I, I think it's just a nice gesture. Even if it's not a bottle of scotch, if it's just genuinely going... Thanks. It should be bottle of scotch. Yeah, go bottle of scotch. Yeah, but like actually going, thanks for doing all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's a really nice thing to be saying. I, and that's the thing. Like, I think maybe buying a bottle of scotch isn't always the best plan um, because they're going to run a shitty game afterwards. Um, well, you get look, you'll get a solid hour and a half. You'll get what you're given. You'll get what you're given. 
um, you'll get, look, it's Grant's night off. <laughs> you just happen to be playing a game during it. <laughs> I think that, like, treating people, well, the, the issue we've got here is we're treating people as gamers rather than as people. Yeah. Um, and I, I really like good scotch, and I've already got dice. I view gaming materials as tools. Yeah. Um, I think I probably have fun with them, but they're definitely not a mimic on it. You know, like I could get it out and yeah. drink out of it and stuff. But I think part of the problem here, though, is the way that you view tools. Yeah. Like you, are, you by profession are a writer. Yeah. And I it has taken me what five years? Three. Three to five years. Yeah. To get you to buy a computer that works. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then and then you have to do it for me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm probably gonna have to plug it in for you. Oh, as I well. really hope you will, because mm. otherwise it's just gonna sit in the box. It is just gonna sit in the box. Um. So I think that there's there's like pride to be taken in tools, um, and I like the personalization of dice, mm. like finding the right set of dice for you. For instance, for me, right, my dice set. Mm. has a story behind it and I love my dice set okay when I got my first D&D set the old uh, Escape from Zanza Thames dungeon oh. starter set is that the, the dice yet to colour in? no 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 okay, not that old, not that old. Um, there was um, one of those multicoloured polyhedral sets you get in starter mm -hmm. sets like the blue one an orange one a yellow one um, and the D20 we've, we've all heard of colours the D20 was the well, D20 was this wonderful orange one and it became known in my group as the orange dice of power okay because for some reason, uh, uh, no, no, we were that we were that nerdy. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. completely uh, okay with that. If ever you had a very special roll, right? Okay, that was the dice you used. Yeah. Otherwise, you used your own. Uh -huh. um, if it was like life or death, you'd pick up this orange, knackered old D20, and I yeah. still have it. Yeah. But now all of my dice sets are this same shade of flat orange uh, to match that yeah. one. So it, so it doesn't get spooked and roll <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I don't I still don't use that one unless it's important. I know yeah. I know I know you're very much against dice as oh, doing superstition. I hate it. Hate it. But it winds me up, mate. That's fine. But there's a, I think there's a different level of superstition to this where it's just no, that's a special dice for special occasions. Yeah, I think rather yeah. than like this dice rolls better. I think there's like there's definitely something powerful to be had from ritual and there's definitely a means of um, that humans gain a lot from ritual. Yeah. From and familiarity yeah. and 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 also, hey, this is important. Yes. I want I want to commemorate this. So like so like it's not let's say for example, it's not um superstitious to get out the good glasses to have a nice bottle of wine out of. Exactly. It's, it's a, a nicer like, yeah, experience. It's, it's, oh, oh, we're gonna we're gonna have that. Yeah. And like, but, so so you can you can, you know, it's 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 just when people are like oh you're rolling badly I'm going to punish you and like and like and like they might sort of microwave the dice or throw it into the garden or oh post no, a picture. Oh no, the DMs it. touched my dice. Now these won't roll well. The fuck. Not how it works. Yeah, Not how dice it's, work. It's just it's just religion for nerds. Yeah, and that's fine. It bothers me. It's yeah. I I don't I don't really get I don't really get off on tools in the same way a lot of people do. <laughs> I can see what I did. Nice, nice. Um, but. You're looking at defining people as gamers, and that's an issue there. And if people are defined, if people do define themselves as gamers, if that's the first thing in their Twitter bio, as it was for us, we were 25, yeah. we were 24 years old, then fine. Then you know, then you can get them a picture of a unicorn on a t-shirt, and it'll and it'll be like, oh, my other horse is a unicorn, Pegasus, oh, Pegasus or something along those lines. Uh, or you can get them like a kitten, and it's wearing a wizard outfit on your t-shirt. Um, you know, or all this crap. You can get them there, and that's fine, and I'll enjoy it. But I think, really, what you need to do is look at them as people. 
Mm. And talk to them like adults. Talk, which is talk to them nice. like fuck. <laughs> oh, what about a supplement for the game they don't have? That's nice. That is good, actually. That's Something. Good. One of the things that's really nice to get people is, as you say, supplements, not adventures. Mm. Things that provide yeah. extra content they can use, not like, well, mm. the advanced sex adventure you're on is shit. Yeah. Try this one. You could also do things like you could buy them the special edition of the rule book they already have and be like, give us the old version and you can have this special leather bound. That's one. really nice, actually. I love that. Um, I'll swap you this. So we're going to upgrade yours and then the players will have this. Have yeah, there's old just one. the ratty one for the yeah. table now. Yeah. I really like that. That's, that's kind of a nice thing. It's, it's much more. You can get. That's generally like two bottles of scotch, though. So weigh it up. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's it. I think one of the, one of the things that's being missed in this kind mm. of commercialism of the culture. Mm is quality of item and tactile use that makes gaming more fun because it's nicer. Like, just, you can drive a a, a beaten-up old Skoda to Mm -hmm. the shops, or you could do it in a Lamborghini. Mm -hmm. Like, both are exactly the same thing. Mm -hmm. One's just nicer. One's going to be comfortable. It's it's, it's not going to break as often. Yeah, however, like, in this case, the Skoda is really heavy metal dice. I, I, I suppose, because it's going to break your table. Like the, the other thing as well is, is, is like this is these are stocking filler gifts. Yes, we're looking are. at basically. Yeah. This, is, this is oh, you want a fun thing. Yeah, you I mean we're not looking at like two hundred pounds worth of content. No, it's not. It's and like for Valentine's Day, I guess you shouldn't be. But for like for a birthday for someone you're you're dating, you should be looking at getting something that's personal to them rather than yes, oh, here for, is, here for is, sure. Here is a you know a a, a mug with a dice on it because I know you like mugs and dice. Yeah, but I, I just think that like Valentine's Day could also be doubled up as DM Appreciation Day. Well, it depends how much you appreciate them, really, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it depends how the evening goes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like nerds, traditionally single. Well, okay. That, now you say that <laughs> no. they're either they're either traditionally single or. So Super not single. Yes, true. Like I, I have, I have been super not single my entire gaming life. Yeah, I think that I, I, I think I think you could you could have some fun with that. I think that um, I think maybe having a, a different GM uh, uh, appreciation day just to get over the awkward thing of like, is this is this bouquet of roses and lube? Is this for GM's day or Valentine's day? <laughs> yes. Yes. Pop them in. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I've taken the thorns off. <laughs> I've discarded the D4. The rest should go in fine. Twelve. Oh. Um, pro- pro- probably, probably the D20 is what I'd most like to put up my ass. That's fair. It's just a ball. Yeah. Or a D6. Work. It'd be like a small D6. Like one of the ones where I don't want. I don't want one of those like one of those. Um, Vegas style D6s. <laughs> the casino ones with the sharp yeah, corners. Yeah, that's, that's a that's a quick trip to like the, the old, like the old game science dice. Mm. What 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 are you thinking here in terms of let's we found this gap in the market which is high end geek tat yes we've got though like already for the there's those wooden DM screens which so are sure eighty quid if, there are those special tables if I use DM screens mm-hmm. I would be all over those wooden DM screens those mm-hmm. things are gorgeous items mm-hmm. I just not a huge fan of a DM screen I think as well the other issue is set dressing like. In America, people have more room in their houses. Yes. Traditionally. And also, well, this hobby is primarily American. Mm. So people have more room in their houses, so they can have dedicated areas devoted to gaming. So they might have a gaming room, or they might have yeah, a yeah. dining room which they can set up and afford to have that. They've got so, basements or garages. Yeah. Or... And so you can afford to have this space, which is which is single use. 
And therefore, by having a GM screen set up or like tankards on the side or pictures of your campaign or something, mm-hmm. you you feel more. It creates that magic circle which you can use these items and they and, and they feel special. Whereas I run around my coffee table in my living room yeah. and then breaking out my wooden DM screen on that would feel really incongruous and dark. And also, like, where like, are we going to put it when you're not gaming? Yeah, like it feels like I'm caring too much. <laughs> I got I got to be able to blow this off and look cool. Yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 how you doing, babes? <laughs> Yeah, I've uh, made a life-size cake in the... Uh... It works. It works. <laughs> it's, it's fully functional. <laughs> it's pregnant. I don't know if it's mine. I piped it and I plugged it in. <laughs> what? It all works. <laughs> no. I need, I need to be stopped. <laughs> Take away my spatula. <laughs> Please. I can't stop it. The cake and whispers to me in the night. Such dark secrets. He just and there's, there's, there's just like a shot of like of, of Buddy the cake boss like like sweating in the night and behind him on the pillow there's a victorious sponge like wah, wah, opening and whispering opening and closing whispering in his ear. He goes to the kitchen. It's gone. <laughs> there's just this faint scratching at the window. Hey, buddy, make a new wife. <laughs> but but I've already got a wife. Kill that one. Make her into cake. She's made out of meat. Shit, delicious frosting. Should we stop? I think we should before we hurt somebody. Yeah. Um, we're not going to edit this one. We're not. We're and just going to so put it up raw. I am very sorry, um, but Grant doesn't have internet. Yeah. Um, we are trying to get his house in order, and it has been an odd post-Christmas yes. set of weeks. Yeah, it's been very strange. Hopefully we can get back on our proper... When are you getting internet? Uh, about five days. Okay, so now, next so. episode we can technically record. Hopefully, should be fine. Yeah, good. Otherwise, listen, you can just patch together my uh, my half of the conversation from previous episodes. Hi, I am Grant. You can probably just cut that hole. Yeah, yeah. Come to think of it, yeah, I'll just do a solo <laughs> podcast. Just go out on my own. Just you, just you walking your dog, Adam Buxton style. <laughs> no, no, it's exactly like this. But I'm just quiet when you would be talking. Okay, and then I laugh, and then. <laughs> Yeah, that's solid. Okay, cool, do that. Yep. We love you. Thank you for, for bearing with us through this difficult time. Yes. Uh, hopefully things will be back to normal soonish. And we will have some advice as well. We will. We'll have some advice and some questions. Please do send in a bunch of questions for yeah, next week. Yeah, so loads. Load. And any scotch, uh, PM me. Um, and he will give you his address, which you, is weird. Yeah, I'll give you my... Well, um, yeah, I'll give you my address if you want to send me scotch. Uh, also, one thing I wanted to realise, uh, one thing I wanted to mention, which we mm-hmm. haven't actually mentioned... Our Patreon. We have mentioned our Patreon, which mm-hmm. is patreon.com forward slash Hearty Dice Friends. However, for people who uh, who donate $3 an episode, yes. which is quite a lot of money, I realise, and we maybe want to reshuffle that, but they get access to exclusive episodes. Yes. They get access to Hearty Dice Nights, which are us talking about anything other than role-playing games. Yes, we're very careful not to mention role-playing um, games. And, like, and sometimes I'll veer towards it and Chris will just slap it out of my mouth. Yeah. But if you're interested in what we do and want to hear more of it, you can back us for three dollars an episode. Uh, download all of those and then just like I'm then just not and, yeah, do it again. And then yeah. Just, you, yeah, like you, you, like you just need to do it once a month, basically. And we're we're not we can't stop you. No. Yeah, and like literally on, nothing we can do. And like honestly, if you do that, odds are you'll forget to unsubscribe, which like I'm that, excited about. Like that gym membership you still got going a year yeah, later. Yeah, 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 man. We should set up a gym. We should set up a gym yeah. with nothing in it. Lazy boys. <laughs> It's a purely fit It's a library. 
It was just somebody else's address. This is purely theoretical gym held offshore in the Cayman Islands. Yeah, but what we do is we produce really high quality gym membership cards mm, yeah. that are very glossy and have all the words at the very top so that when you just casually open your wallet, yeah. the person you're attracted to can see yeah. how important the gym is to you. Wow. That, hang on, do you remember the best gym? Right, and we'll just charge like four quid a month. But really, cheaper than any other gym. Yeah, Because it's not usable. Yeah, it's not actually a gym. Yeah. It's kind of it's, like... <laughs> you're renting a card for your wallet. Can't, can't stress this enough. There is no equipment. If if anybody is to check up on you, and like, is he actually going to a gym? We will answer the phone yeah. and say, hello, hello, the best gym. Hello, the best gym. Chris and Grant here. Now, for tax purposes, we do have a dumbbell on site. <laughs> at all times. If anyone comes around, we can point at it. We do have four locations, though, so it is in constant transit. <laughs> Very expensive. It's... Rather than just FedExing it back and forth in case the in case the gym inspectors come around. No, we have a single courier who, yeah. who merely rides around the four locations. Very strong. Manchester, Loughborough, Lincoln North, and Birmingham. <laughs> right, let's go. We're going. Love we you love lots. you. You are actually genuinely the best. Please join our gym. Join our gym and exercise with do, us. Do, 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 do.